Well, welcome everybody. Kyle here, Sean here, and myself, James. First time live on the mic and live on the screen all in one room for what is, we've been saying, the biggest game of the season for the English Premier League. I'm nervous. I think, Kyle, you're a little not, not nervous, that nervous enough. Not that nervous, to be honest. And then, Sean, we're, we got the Hammers game and Liverpool game going on on the side screen here. Not the main attraction quite yet for us, but how are you feeling about today's, today's game? I mean, we don't even have to talk about the Liverpool-West Ham game, let's be honest. That game doesn't mean shit in, <laughs> in terms of the, of the real-life implications. Um, I mean, I, I think I think City's going to win, but uh, I expect a good Arsenal performance. I think, you know, Kyle's sleeping on them a little bit. I think they're going to give him a little more trouble than he expects. There's a lot riding on this game. The boys are young. We've seen that they have the heart for these occasions. So as long as the bright lights don't overwhelm them in the beginning at Etihad and and we can control a little bit more of the possession in the beginning, I think we're going to give you a a good run for your money here. Well, yeah, I mean, Arsenal kits today look fantastic. Just the warm-ups. Just the (laughs) warm-ups. My kit is the real Arsenal kit that we got going. But, you know, what it comes down to for me is that they're at the Etihad, which means City's going to put the ball in the back of the net a few times. Yeah. Yes. I would be hard-pressed to see them score less than three, I would say, maybe. I I think the only way we actually lose this game, I mean, Ake is out. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. That's a substitute Walker. Huge. And Walker's not been playing fantastically, in my opinion. He's not really comfortable in his new role. So to move him again could be problematic. But listen, Arsenal has to score today. They have to score a good amount of goals. That's, I think we have to score opinion. first. Yeah. Score first, I think we have to score, score first. I would say if you don't score three times, there's no way you win this game. Three yeah, times. Three probably wins it. I don't think I, – I kind of agree. I think City will probably at least get two. Um, but from Arsenal's perspective, the guy I would be looking at, you know, 15 minutes before kickoff here is Martinelli. Mm-hmm. I think Walker can be can be got at. I think he's probably the weak link Absolutely. comparatively to the other three guys in the back line. Yeah. Um, so I would expect Martinelli a lot of a lot of Arsenal's attack to be funneled towards him and, and a lot of their attacking verve to go through him. I mean we were looking at before the game, we were kind of talking about it how Man City's going with three in the back in possession. And right. Stones, who's now playing a little bit more forward with Rodri, yep. falls back into another center defensive, uh, center back position when they Are lose the position. ball. Right. But you look at Arsenal's attacking three, and I'm going to say four because we probably have Jassard on the bench, who I have been going back and forth racking my brain around how impressive he's been to yep. have him on the bench. But you look at Jesus, who's going to be up there. You look at Saka with his pace on the right, Martinelli in his current form with six out of seven of his last shots on targets, including three goals. I mean, specifically that Walker-Martinelli matchup. If we can get a high press and a quick counter of a, of a in-your-own-half or right-at-midfield turnover and head towards that side against Walker with stones a little bit caught too far up the field, I think that's where that first goal comes from. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think also um, maybe overloading that side with Zinchenko in that inverted fullback role mm-hmm. that we've talked about you know, numerous times over the last couple of weeks. That's that's really where Arsenal is going to have to to hit hard in this game, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that matchup goes and how much like Gundogan, it, like how deep he is, because it kind of be interesting to see where he plays. Um, you know, with with Silva kind of appearing to be in that front line. Yeah, I imagine they're probably not going to do what they did in the first game, where Bernardo Silva was almost basically a left back. Yep. Because Saka, I mean, he could. We've talked about it before. Saka could have gotten him. He could have gotten out of the game. Right. He could have got him sent off in the first half. I don't think Pep does the same thing again. I think he's in the front three, but 
You never know with Pep. It could be something that we totally unexpect. It could be like a 3-2-2-2 two, two, two or something. So, Well, that's well it. What, what do you guys think about Jesus? Is it an advantage for Arsenal or Man City having Jesus coming from Man City? I mean, I don't think Man City's ever going to sell a player to Arsenal ever again with the Zinchenko Jesus yeah. sell. I yeah, think it's, it's been it's been well known this season that I think they we, underestimated yeah, you guys. Yeah, they underestimated how good you guys could be, and they thought that oh, if we sell to like I don't think they would, for example, sell Zinchenko and Jesus to Liverpool at this time last no, year. No, absolutely and not. They underestimated how much how many strides the guys in the front three could take. Um, I think Jesus on his own, he kind of was. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, but he almost played a lot more on the wings his last year at City than he did through the yeah, middle, right? Really. Well, especially with Holland there this year, there's nowhere for him. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. That's it. Hurting us and hurting us. Like, you guys sold him to us for 35 mil. Yeah, I want to say something right, 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 right around there. Vincenzo, that was that one hurts me way more. Yeah, yeah I mean, you look at what you have right now. Out. You're missing. He should have been a midfielder for us. Yeah. That being said, like, where would he? Who would he start over? You know, yeah. that team just has so many big name players. Yeah. I mean, Zinchenko. So I'll say who I think my player of the match needs to be in this. I'm going to say who I, I think is going to be the best player, but who needs to perform the best. I think Martinelli is going to shine brightly mm-hmm. in this game, heavily. I kind of alluded to that in the social media post beforehand. If you didn't see it yet, just one shot on target for Martinelli is plus 110 on DraftKings right now, which I think is, is that bonus bet I was talking about. But the player that we need to get back in stride, that will be the game changer today, is Martin Odegaard. He is the captain. He's the skipper. He needs to control that center. And if he can provide us that possession and that magisterical vision that he has shown he has. Magisterical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's making words up. That's exactly what he is. That's what Martin is. So if if he's performing at, at his highest level, I think... All right, so James likes the So who's your player that needs to perform for you guys? I think I agree with James here where this game will be decided in the midfield, especially for Man City with Holland up top. You really only have to play around in the midfield and get that one ball over the top. That's where he capitalizes. So, you know, win the midfield, win the center of the pitch, win the game. Okay. All right, let's do uh, last-minute predictions for you guys. Let's do a scoreline prediction before we wrap this up. For uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be on Instagram Live, but obviously, you know, halftime will be the next time we're on here. Let's do a quick scoreline. Kyle, I'll go to you first. It's 3-1. It's going to go with the uh, exact same as last time. I think Manchester City will score three and then try to play a little defensively and then let up one. Big pop of test? 2-1 to the Gunners. Okay. Two, I'm going to go 3-2 to City. I think uh, I think Holland will score. I think Martinelli will score. I just think City's quality will pull through, especially without Saliba in the back line. Uh, I think it'll be City's, City's points on the day, but it'll be it should be a good one. And I also expect a late Arsenal goal today. Manchester City in the last 10 games has let up more late goals than they have in the first 20 of the season. And we're and the team with Arsenal the most late goals. Yeah, so, so I yeah, expect could, City could be. to be winning by enough that they drop off and Arsenal will capitalize the game. Well, I, I think we're all excited for this game. I know we've waited a long time for one, the union of all three of us in one room watching a couple of our EPL State of Mind feature games and what other game to meet other than right now with possibly the balance of the title on its line. So there's still a lot of work to do after this game, but this will definitely be a massive, massive swing. So transfer over to Instagram Live for the remainder of the game. We'll pop back over halftime. We'll upload this afterwards, so we'll see post-game if our pre-game predictions were good if my smile remains on my face (laughs) or if I am just not present for the post-game interview.
<laughs> so thanks everybody. We're all excited here. It's good to have everyone in the EPL state of mind and present and over the line. So we'll get back to you. Nothing Man City at half. I mean, pretty dominant display so far from Man City. Throw it over to you, Kyle. I what mean, do you six notice? shots on goal or zero shots on goal. Is that good? It's fantastic. <laughs> I'll take that any day of the week. In one um, way, it's I mean, good. it's eleven v twelve. We're playing the ref. You know, we deserve the. <laughs> well, you, no, you're playing. You're playing with the ref. Playing with the ref. You're playing with the ref. Yeah, okay. questionable calls on both sides. Uh, I feel like the ref is actually letting a lot go. He's, he's allowing a lot. The boys play. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is having one of the games of his life. But he's Kevin he De Bruyne. steps up in big games every single time. Like, without fail. So, there's my thoughts on this so far. I think Holland will net one. He has to at this point because I have money on him, and we need that to happen for the program. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I would say something stupid like next goal is absolutely critical, but every fucking goal is critical in this game. And if we ended at halftime one nothing as it should have ended, I think that offsides was very skeptical. That offsides one they didn't show when Kevin De Bruyne hit the ball but during the replay. The VAR, the VAR is, is flawed. It's a flawed system. We should get an AI system to replace <laughs> replace the VAR because I think Snapchat just came out with one. They might be doing do a better job than this bullshit. But <laughs> it was, it, I will not disagree that it has been total domination by one team, and that would be Man City. I don't think Martinelli has more, has more than four touches of the ball. I think Same thing with Saka. Yeah. I, I would say 2 nothing is deserved in that manner. No. No, but the way both teams have been yeah. playing, I think 2 nothing is ha- right about Holland, easily, to your point, could easily have a goal right now yeah. or two. So, I mean, Arsenal's playing with fire with the chances they're letting him, you know, create yeah. and get on the end of. But, yeah, that, that last one was definitely a little suspect. Um, you only saw really two replays of it. I don't know. I just – it's it, yeah. definitely it's tough one. But, but Man City definitely deserves to be ahead. There's no question about that. They've been the better yes. team. Arsenal really hasn't had a, Any a good chance. Yeah. Well, I also will go out and say I think Ramsdale – could have had that first goal. Yeah, he should have. It could be one nothing right now. Yeah, that. he got a hand to it. The, th- the thing that bothers me about that first goal. See, we we're watching the replay right now, and they just don't show where Kevin De Bruyne is hitting the ball. Live, it looked obvious. I called it off immediately in live, and everyone said they, everyone was jumping around for a goal, and I said he's offside. It was, he called offsides. Well, like I don't think there's said, enough we'll there. Never, we'll never understand the handball rule because like arms and soccer. It's weird, but yeah. John Stone, both his hands were out, so that made him look way offside. So if they cut the line of the shoulder, it looks way different. That's yeah. true, too. Yeah. James, I'll ask you this. Um, you know, Going to the second half, what adjustments would you like to see from Arsenal? Do you think there needs to be a sub at the ha- at halftime, or who's the first person to come on in this game, I guess is a better question. I think you – it's tough because there really hasn't been anyone that has, has shown any really form of consistency out on the pitch right now for the Gunners – I would probably, just because at this point, if we lose this game 5 nothing, it doesn't matter. I would like to say say Trussard comes in on half for Shaka. 
and we play four in the back and we play more aggressive and we put we put Trossard up where Udegaard would play. We play Udegaard by where Shock is and we just play a little bit more forward. Mm-hmm. And we just need to get the attack going. We don't have possession. And regardless of how many defenders we have, all of your chances have really come from some form of deep out ball to a Holland touch to a quick breakout wide to Jack Grealish. It's just been a massive pace, which is not going to be, it's not going to change whether we have two defensive center mids or we have one. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Like like your point said, this won't come down to goal differential because the way things are going, two losses is that's what will settle this. So you're going to lose by one or lose by six. six. I don't, at this point, I don't care. We need to get some forward thinking attack going. And, you know, it, it's not only Arsenal not doing that. You have to give the credit to Man City. Their, their press has been absolutely spot on. I mean, the first 20 minutes, Arsenal had 73, 72% possession, but only in their own half. Right. Well, what's also tough is that it's hard to counter against Man City because they play the counter. They're waiting to get that one pass up to Holland so they can afford to have the other nine field players not past the halfway line. Yeah. So you don't get those, let's play the ball over the top. Let's get the, the quick through between the two defenders because they've only got four in the back. They have that winger drop back. They have, yeah. you know, they're waiting for the counter because that's what they're trying to play themselves. It, so it, it's, it's tough to counter against City right now. I mean, you just look at the, you look at, at this point, it is just City is a monster of a team, an absolute monster of a team. You have every person in that game we're just watching the highlights of the second half too. Is Chelsea down one nothing? Yeah, right Chelsea, now? Chelsea's down one nothing. Yeah, and Forrest is up right now on Brighton two to one. Yeah, uh, I think it's Brennan Lodi has has the second goal. And Brennan Johnson missed the penalty kick that would have yeah. made it one nothing. Yeah. Also, the Liverpool game's tied one one. Their West Ham goal is a contender for goal of the week. Yeah, it was good. It was a very good try. It was very good. Sorry, it was, even goal one. Time. It was Danilo on the uh, second. Forest goal. Yeah, for, he came Forest in at he was a he was a January transfer window, right? Yeah, Forest yeah. is picking up some old players, but big name old players. Forest is picking up everybody. I don't think anyone. Taylor Navas. Yeah, you believe Taylor Navas playing for a team in the relegation zone? He's he's on loan though. He's on loan. He's on loan from PSG. He'll go back and still get a ring. Serge Aurier, Taylor Navas, Nico Williams, who used to be at Liverpool, Brennan Lodi, who used to be on Atletico Madrid. I mean, they got they got some big names for sure. Do you think there's ever been a player to be on loan and get relegated on the team on loan and then go home and win the league? Yeah, like Taylor could. Yeah, he's gonna go home a relegated loser. Yeah, but he's never gonna he's never gonna play. He's never gonna play. He's better than him, but yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, we have halftime is concluded. Ultimately, I would say if we entered halftime one nothing as it should have been, I would be very happy with our performance. Lack of attacking concerns me. Don't think it's going to improve in the second half. Listen, as long as we can shut down Zinchenko, he's my one fear right now in Arsenal. I mean, you shut down everybody. I think if you just keep doing what you're doing, you'll be all right. But we will see. We're hoping for two things. One, a Diego Jota goal for a Liverpool win. Sorry, Jack. I know you're over there watching West Ham. <laughs> what, what's your What's your thoughts on the Hammers right now? I like they look good. Not bad. Yeah, they look. I mean, you said they're getting hot. Yeah. They could easily be up 2-1 right they now. They should be, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're hoping for uh, that goal and then obviously at least five or six goals from the Gunners. I will say, Rob Holding, big shout-out. You're doing a great job. A lot of concern going into it. But Kyle, final thoughts before we enter the second half? Oh, 
Man, it's so hard to call thoughts after after going into the half winning. Pep Guardiola comes out with his crazy Pep mindset. He, I can't call anything. I just hope they play a little defensively and don't get injured. Take out the players when you need to take them out. There's no reason to play Holland. It's your Viking regime's over. He's already thinking. I mean, he might be right. The West, two, yeah. two nothing. The most dangerous sc- score in soccer. Arsenal lost it twice. So we'll. Uh, <laughs> We'll see if we can do a retribution there. But you just got to remember there's a lot of season left. Nah. You know, you can't play every single best player to the 90th minute. Especially when you're in, in three competitions still. Yep. Yeah, but you're also City, so I think you can do it. Hold on. Oh. Somebody. And oh. Okay. That's a okay. shame. So we'll check we'll, back we'll in check at the end of the game. Yeah, but, that's uh, it. It looks like James will be very depressed at the end of the game. Just be ready for that. Yeah, a couple more drinks, I think, we'll call. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you after. off i'm not doing it someone else did. i'll take it all right i mean a great day for soccer all around sean how you feeling after that i mean no one as, wanted it as dominant of a display as you really could have seen a 4-1 final for man city oh, Arsenal. Liverpool. oh. <laughs> 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 uh, talking about liverpool yeah i feel great but uh, we're sitting here with James. He's he's a little lost in the sauce right now. It's a it's a tough loss at the moment. Yeah, there, there's gonna be some soggy so- so- sorrows, I think, in order after this uh, little segment. I don't think the scoreline reflected the game properly. I think it was a dominant performance. I think the last minute goal was the last minute goal. A lapse of concentration. I still. What do, you we'll not hang score, in. what do you think the score should have been based off the play of the game? Off the play of the game, I think 3-1 would have been an appropriate scoreline. Optimistically, 2-1, but 3-1, no less than 2, definitely not more than 4. See, I agree with that. I think they held their own for a good chunk of that game. I think they, they maintained composure uh, for a large amount. They didn't have any attacking threat. Like we said, at halftime, we needed some attacking threat, and we didn't have any. The most attacking threat we had was the end when... Reese Nelson, Trussard, Smith Rowe came in. I mean, that's when we had the most yeah. forward-thinking movement and active possession in the final third. So it's frustrating, but listen, I, I think I said it when I knew we were going to the Etihad that we were not going to take away three points from Man City in the Etihad. And it just is unfortunate. And I said two episodes ago where I think we lost this league against West Ham. Um, you know, obviously last week last Friday did not help at all against Southampton, but I think it was really an opportunity drops prior to this. So, I mean, I will definitely say one thing that came out on the bright side that Brighton lost today, and we have finally made it back to the Champions League. So top four is automatic for the Gunners, and it's a very promising program. A lot of young blood in there. How's the the Arsenal's history in the Champions yeah, the same history as yours. <laughs> Equally See, different. I was, I was asking a question. No, it's a, it's this. <laughs> no, we we have made it to the finals once, and we have we lost two one to Barcelona, Barcelona in twenty oh 
Six? It was, I think, was six. it six? Yes, yeah, or was it eleven? No, no. Didn't we just go over this? Yeah, right, we'll switch it up. I'll, I'll go ahead and list who I thought was the best player on Arsenal, yeah. and we'll make James list the best player on City. I thought Holding was outstanding yeah. today. Agreed. Nothing, nothing to take away. I mean, he was even the best offensive player. You guys <laughs> <think. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say you nailed it at the beginning of the game, Kevin De Bruyne. And throughout the entirety of the game, you said that he performed in big games and this had De Bruyne written all over him. Who thought that the roles would be be reversed today, that Holland would be the assist magician and De Bruyne would be putting everything away. But, I mean, almost everything went through Yeah, and I hate to say, like, you know, I'm right, but I don't want to be right with (laughs) Manchester City letting up late goals. It happens every single game. Yeah, it's, it's a really a problem that they're going to have to take care of if they want to win the Champions League because they're not going to have the luxury of playing easy teams like Arsenal every week. <laughs> and, you know, once we get into the Champions League and play some, yeah, Madrid coming up. Yeah, that that's, that's a very right. good point, and that's what punished them last yep. year in the Champions League too against Madrid was they let up that game that goal late in the game at the Etihad, and then they gave up what was it two two uh, I think the odds at Bernabeu. I think they were like plus 1,200 for City to close that game, and they blew it. Yeah. Tough. So, or minus 1,200. Right. But yeah, they, they really have to fix this whole, we're winning, let's take it easy. But at the same time, I mean, that you can't be, you couldn't be happy with that display. They, oh, they dominated. God, and no. to me, I mean, um, we got, yeah, yeah, definitely nitpicking. We talked about, you know, Martinelli potentially being a factor for the game. He was complete non-factor. Yeah. Um, there I was thought, no one. Walker did good with him, but really the difference was Man City just completely controlled the midfield in this game. Yeah. Um, Udegaard didn't have a lot of time on Nothing. the ball. The press from Man City was great. They really pinned Arsenal deep in their own half. And then, you know, when City had their opportunities, they took advantage of them, particularly, obviously, De Bruyne, two great finishes as well. So, yeah, pretty close to what you called, Kyle. You called it a Holland goal. You called it a De Bruyne assist. He called four goals for Man City in a victory, but uh, Arsenal did nick that one uh, late late on. But yeah, just yeah. at this point, it just really shows it's it's almost impossible to beat City in the second half of the season. You have to build such a big you have to. barrier, you have to there. and you, there is no margin forever. No, for yeah. error after after February. I mean, we don't lose before this game. You were undefeated in twelve games. Undefeated in twelve games. Our last loss was against Man City. Our yeah. current last loss is also against Man City now. It's just absurd. Well, what it comes down to is, and even as a Manchester City fan, I'm watching the subs happen throughout the game and thinking to myself, why were they not starting? Yeah. You know, like when you have a bench that deep that you can sub on Mares and Foden and play the rest of the game out with fresh legs, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Both of those guys have started any club in probably the world other than Manchester City right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, looking at the stat line, Expected goals was two to Man City and 0.48 to Arsenal. Total shots, 14 to Man City, eight to Arsenal. Big chances created, three to City, zero to Arsenal. Big chances missed, two, and obviously zero for Arsenal. Um, Looking at fouls because this creates you as a dirty bastard team. (laughs) You had 13 fouls. Arsenal also had 13 fouls. Yeah, expect that. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of where it is. I mean... I also thought Rams, though, played a great second half. 
I mean, he got to show the scoreline when you let up four goals, we'll never show that you no. really played well. Right. Yeah. But there were a lot of big, specifically against Holland. Yeah. A couple breakaways, a couple of big shots. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Who wins man of the match for you? De Bruyne. Yeah. Two assists. Foot, foot Mob has Holland. Two assists, one goal. All right. I guess they both did it, but Holland was on the field for 95 minutes. Huh? De Bruyne was on for seven. Yeah, I would still probably say De Bruyne, but yeah, you can pick either of them. They're both the two best players in the league. Yeah, yeah. You know also that. Look at the, uh, who who the has the worst? Players. Who has the worst game? The worst game on the pitch? Yeah, uh, I would say Thomas Partey was pretty bad today. Partey was bad. I think almost all of the Arsenal offense. That's not. That's not. Midfield was getting absolutely yeah. dominated, yeah. so it's hard. It's hard to you know blame a Martinelli or a Jesus. I would. Or, I would go Martinelli. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was he was non-existent. But I would if Footmon has a four point eight rating for Gabriel. Wow. wow, yeah, I can't disagree with that. Two goals came directly yeah. through his defensive. I think this was a case of there was no one on Arsenal that stepped up today. Yeah, you needed at least one guy. No one was a controlling factor, yeah. and I agree with that. There needed to be that, and you know that comes with experience. Our average Second age is what twenty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what a ridiculous concept. I mean, it's true though. We have I I don't know who our free agents off the top of my head are next year, but it's not our core eleven. It's uh we have one year left on Saka's contract, who's most likely renewing. Down. He'll be locked down. I have faith. And then Saliba, who to be honest with you, with the back injury, fucked us with the tile contention, but possibly locking him down. I think that becomes easier. That becomes an easier conversation because. This is a serious injury, and teams shy away from serious injury-prone players. So this might benefit Arsenal in the long game here. But unfortunately, I, I, like I said earlier and earlier in the podcast, I think we lost that game with so, West Ham. So, Sean, how does that Liverpool um, win? I'm looking at the uh, table right now. You are one point behind Aston Villa, and then you overtake them, you're in fifth. How does that stand for your Champions League hopes here? Especially well, considering City can get hit with that goddamn financial fair play point deduction at any given point. Yeah, I, I it needs to happen in the next six games. It's not going to happen. I think it'll be finalized in the summer after the season's over. I don't think they would, you know, basically damage the integrity of the season. No. Um, so basically what they're relying on is United or Newcastle to, to slip a little bit. Um, I think it'd be more likely United than Newcastle just because of the injuries on the back end. But really, I think at this point, Liverpool's playing for Europa League. Even if they win out, um, I think it's a lot to ask to, to – which on its if, own is a lot to ask. If City wins the Champions League, mm-hmm. does no, – No. No. Right. It, it, goes to a, it goes to a different league. So if City were, were to win the Champions League, the spot for the fourth English team would just go to – Would it go to let, Let's say like the – now like the, the leader of – like the Dutch league, usually like Ajax, for example, wins the Dutch league and they have to play a playoff round. This time they would just go right into the group stages, that sort of thing. So okay. be, Makes you know, sense. someone, I'm not saying it's the Dutch league, it's whatever, I forget how the coefficients and that such works. But yeah, that, that'll be interesting to just kind of see how Liverpool finishes up this season. Uh, also got some a boon today with uh, Nottingham Forest taking down Brighton 3-1, yep. which... Yep. That, Created us a guaranteed top That's four, funny. so that helps you guys as well. Yeah. Chelsea, Do you guys still have to play Brighton? No, Brighton. Brighton. Uh, we drew once and then got played off the park at Brighton, so we're we're good, thankfully. Yeah, that two zero loss 
Chelsea to Brighton puts them out of the top 10 even. To Brentford, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, Brentford. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea now sits at 11th place. Well, they were they were 11th before the game started. And, oh, were they? Yeah. I just assumed that Chelsea is the top. No, this, we were having a conversation last week whether or not Chelsea would even break top 10 by the end of the season. It doesn't look like they will. It doesn't look six like they will. Six uh, points back and follow them down. The other thing. How many games played? 33? 32 for, for both teams. 10 wins, 9 draws, 13 losses for Chelsea. Wow. What was the last time Chelsea lost 13 games of the season? Yeah. I mean, there have been seasons where Chelsea hasn't had up what? 20 goals. Yeah, you know, like yeah. That's absurd. Back in the prime arena days. But this this win for Forest is huge, too, because it pulls them out of the relegation zone. Now you have Everton and Leicester in the drop zone at the moment, with Forest up with 30 points, um, and they're, they're tied with, with Leeds, 33 games. So, obviously, Everton and Southampton have games to play this weekend, but... Well, West, West Ham's not too far out of that, right? They're five, yeah, five they're, points. They're, they're another yeah. four points clear of... Uh, they're, yeah. they're in good shape, I would say. And James, you, oh, called, yeah. you called Everton potentially dropping weeks ago, like, yeah. like yeah. 20 weeks ago, even. You know, yeah. like after 15 games, 12 games. They started off weak and they just have not. I mean, Sean Dice, Dice is I mean, doing what he can. Other than Southampton, really, with 24 points. I think we locked, we locked Southampton in that relegation at the halfway hopes and horror uh, <laughs> yeah. episode. So the other thing I just want to point out, I mean, this we'll talk about this probably as a preview. Or actually, no, we'll, we'll probably review it next next week. Monday night, it's Leicester versus Everton, which that's a huge game yeah. for the relegation relegation battle. That's 18 versus uh, 17? No, I'm sorry, 19, 19 versus 18. 19 versus 18. Yeah. And, uh, Who's home? That game's at Leicester. Leicester. Right, at the King Power. So that'll be interesting, but I think we can pretty much wrap it up here. Yeah. Um, a little disappointing for, for you, James. Any yeah. final thoughts? I just wish it was closer. I just wish it was closer. I think Kyle nailed it on the head there that we needed someone to step up. And unfortunately, we didn't have that controlling factor. I think that will come with time. You know, obviously, everything lined up to be possibly the best opportunity this season to take a title. You can clearly see that Liverpool is on a resurgence. So they'll be back next year without a doubt. Man, you as well. So I can expect a very, very tight top four race next season. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, I think I'm, I'm putting a stamp on this one. And that's it. That's tough. As an Arsenal fan, I like to see it going. But as a soccer fan and, and a knowledgeable spectator, I think at this point, you know what's going to hurt, James? When you go to bed tonight and have to take off the six Arsenal jerseys you laid out on your bed. <laughs> yeah. And the scarf. <laughs> and the socks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be very difficult. So with that, I with guess you have to call it a, a good evening. It's a. It's a good evening and or good morning, depending on where you're listening. As always, we appreciate it. We always love the support, feedback, comments. Thank so, you. and good night on Arsenal's title, folks. Yep, that's yeah. it. But we gave it a run. Thank God someone did. All right, that's so, it, everybody. Sign off now. Good luck.